0: Who do you turn to for advice? Sometimes your best friend's brother's cousin's aunt just isn't good enough. What then? Ask Sarah. In the same tradition of Dear Abby, Sarah is a gently blunt, practical, and wise advisor who brings with her a wealth of personal and professional knowledge coupled with gentle humor. Sarah offers inspiration and advice to help you live more fully and powerfully in your own life. Tune in every day to connect with the information and ideas you need to hear. it's kind of funny when we talk about saying yes to ourselves, we live in a world that says you deserve this credit. You deserve to have this right now. It's almost a, what I call the rent to own mentality. And yet what I see is that the things that we say yes to ourselves and the things that we say no to ourselves are pretty screwed up. We say yes to overindulging we say yes to too many things we say yes to too many projects and we're saying no to the things that would grow us no i i don't want to i can't make time to go to the gym no i can't rest no i i have to be this overachieving super Person. So today I have brought back to the show uh, one of my favorite guests, uh, uh, Ava Angver Heron, and she is the uh, Chief Poobah, co founder, um, founder, uh, guru extraordinaire at Beam Life. And she talks about how we are not in the moment, not paying attention to our bodies, and still struggling with issues in the past that keep us from giving ourselves grace and treating ourselves with kindness and understanding what's really going on, not just between our ears, but within our own body. And she's agreed to come back today and talk about learning to say yes to ourselves and the things that grow us and no to the things that are toxic and hold us back. So if you would join me welcoming today's guest, Ava Angbert-Heron. How are you, Ava?
1: Oh gosh. I'm just happy to be here. You know. Thank you for having me
0: back. <laughs> it's always a joy and you know, I always like to be transparent. So for those who are listening, Ava and I have been uh wrestling with technology this morning. So we just uh we've gone low tech. She's called in but uh, uh it's always a pleasure to have you. And so I wanna jump right into this. You know, uh before the show I was sharing with you that I had seen um and I've seen these often uh people posting about, well, the doctor said I need to rest, but I went ahead and, you know, went to the gym anyway. Or uh, I want to go to the gym, but I I ended up staying home and doing laundry and cleaning. You know, we're saying yes to the wrong things and no to the wrong things. And how are we going to flip this around, Ava? So where we're saying yes to giving ourselves grace and treating ourselves with kindness and no to the things that are toxic in our lives.
1: Yeah, I think it's just a quote-unquote bad habit. You know, we, we're pretty conditioned to just be of service and help others and do, 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 do things, and just to sit still. I heard the other day one of the biggest challenges is to just sit still and do nothing and actually be able to stand being with ourselves.
0: Oh, uh, could not agree with that more. You know, when we uh, – I discovered one of – in my journey, uh, my self-growth journey, that was the most difficult thing. And we live in a world, I'm sure you'd agree, where we're filling our lives with noise and busy activities. And being alone with ourselves, not on social media, not watching TV, but we're actually alone with ourselves, is a painful process for some people. And so in this journey to say yes to ourselves, are, are you saying then the first thing is to just stop and just learn to be with ourselves,
1: well, my coach put me on an exercise where I had to sit in the room on the in the living room on the couch. I had to sit there for fifteen minutes and let my eyes rest on everything and just feel how that felt in my body, and I was just squirming because there were dust and there were things I needed to pick up, and there were things I needed to clean and you know so it's this thing of oh can I just sit with myself and maybe figure out that way what I would really like to do?
0: You know, part of saying yes to ourselves and, and, Uh, listeners will find out more about this as we move forward because you've written a great book called beyond recovery it's about getting unstuck from life limiting habits but one of the habits that we talk about is that we stay stuck in our past and saying yes to ourselves i mean this was hard for me to say yes to myself for the good things it was easy to drink too much eat too much i don't smoke but for people who smoke you know smoke too much um It was easy to say yes to overloading on tasks and because in a way you're almost that self-flagellation I'm going to beat myself up I'm going to treat myself in the way that I think I deserve and so I'm not going to say no to these things because I want to be social I want to be liked I want to I want to be something, but we're, we're we just have the, the switches or the the wiring is all screwed up. So, part of the saying yes to ourselves is about being kind to ourselves. And so, will you talk for a moment about the how the past is holding us back from how we think about ourselves, uh, from being from treating ourselves with kindness and grace?
1: Well, I believe many of us didn't grow up being trained into taking care of ourselves. So it's kind of an odd feeling and, and a little confusing. What do I do to be kind to me? We can be kind to other people, but we often live by obligations. You know, we should do a lot of things. And to be kind to yourself, how would that look? Maybe you don't have to kill yourself in the working out. Maybe you could take a bubble bath, you know, because yeah, I need to work out to get better, 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 but if you do it as whipping maybe being kind to yourself, huh, you know, yes, of course we need to work out and exercise, but you know, a bath is nice too. Or just sit still and have a cup of coffee and read a book you wanted instead of doing the laundry. Feel how it feels to wait another hour to do that thing you have to do and spend maybe a little time with with something you want to do that feels soft and kind to you.
0: And I would even say that I've seen it happen, and I've done it myself, where we trick ourselves into thinking, well, I'm going to eat this bag of chips uh, because I'm treating myself. And, but the reality is, not and, and I've learned this over time, I adore fruit. I, I could almost live on fruit, just, just about any kind of fruit. But used to, I would eat chips or candy, which I really didn't like, but we've been taught or told that that's the treat and so to reframe my thinking to where for me this may not be a true for everybody for me the chips and candy were toxic because I weighed 315 pounds because I'm eating I'm treating myself with crap and so Part of what you teach is the beam life, and the B is for balance, and part of the balance component is self-care, which is taking care of our body and learning to control our behavior and then setting boundaries. So all of that plays into saying yes to ourselves and no to toxicity. So will you talk for a moment about um, the behaviors that we're engaging in, in terms of I'm saying yes to the wrong things, and I'm saying no to the wrong things. And how do we begin? I mean, just step one to learn to, I guess, Ava, would you say that it's learning to love ourselves enough to be kind to ourselves and say yes to the things that we we need? Not the things we need to do, but the things that we need.
1: Oh, I think you're totally right. And often I had a client, that had you know one of these liter bottles of coke every day and that's because he wanted to and and, you know the whole perspective thinking is that that's what I like to do and said well you know he was in his 50s and he's starting to wear on his body so in this case what is a loving kind thing to do for you it's actually to quit doing the you know the coca-cola and it was just this thing of having to shift my perspective oh my soda isn't a treat. My soda is actually really hurting me. But it is a checkout. It's sugar. It's all this stuff that helps me not feel. You know, so we do. Why is cake a treat? Well, since we have grown up, every birthday party has a cake. Every, when, I'm, when I'm kind, I get a bag of candy. I mean, so we've kind of <laughs> been, been a little misled on what is a real treat. Because you see, other people who raise their kids on fruit, like you said, and they may have one piece of sugar because their body just says Ooh, enough after a while. So I think it really depends on habits from far, far, far back. When we feel, you know, is this a treat or not, and how can we shift that? Oh, do you mean that kindness to me would be to maybe not drink a liter of soda? That's just bizarre. It's
0: true, and and. For instance, um, we say yes to toxic relationships because we've been taught to be friendly and be likable and we have to like everybody. But the reality is saying yes to ourselves, and I have had to experience this recently, sometimes part of saying yes to ourselves and no to toxicity is making the difficult decisions to disengage from relationships that are not good for us or that could hurt us in the long run, and it doesn't feel good, and talk about, if you would, sometimes doing the right thing doesn't feel like the right thing, and we have to learn to drop into, okay, why does this feel bad? For me, and I'll just share this so you can expand on the thread for me i felt guilty having to uh, sever what could have potentially been a toxic or harmful relationship it wasn't but i felt like it was headed in that direction it did not feel good i didn't want to do it but i knew i needed to and so many times we don't pay attention to how our bra- we don't pay attention to what we need to do in our head because we're so stuck in how we feel so we talk about how that sometimes the right thing doesn't actually in our body feel right, and for me it didn't feel right because I've been taught to be nice all the time. You have to be nice to everybody, and so severing a relationship wasn't quote unquote nice.
1: No, it, <clears throat> I think you just said it. It is this, you know, being nice to other people, and and it it does it's kind of scary to sever a relationship and even if it's and and this whole idea of how do I feel after I am with this person or even while I'm with this person if I can really check inside and there is some discomfort or maybe I don't really agree with their behavior or whatever it is without necessarily judging them it's just like not good for me you know if we can think like that and recognize that you know After I spoke to her or after I had that coffee, I just kind of feel a little sticky. It just didn't sit with me. So that doesn't mean that, oh, they're a bad person. We don't even have to go to judging anybody else. We can just stay with, hmm, it just doesn't feel right to me. Still, when we stop the relationship, absolutely, it is that guilt. And for me, I think it's a little insecurity, of did I do the right thing? Or is there something wrong with me maybe? Or, you know, it goes back to just what you said, being nice to people.
0: Yes, yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. So for folks who are listening, the whole the whole thing that I'm trying to get you to think about today is what are you saying yes to that isn't really good for you? And how can you shift your thinking to start saying yes to the things that are good for you, that do feed you, that do move you forward. And we're saying no to the things that actually can be good for us. Or we're saying, uh, we're not saying no because it can feel awkward or uncomfortable. Think about it. You're, you're out with all your friends and they're eating cake or pizza or whatever. You don't really want it, but you feel compelled to say yes. I mean, we, As you said, we're socialized with cake and candy and whatever. And I'm using common examples of relationships and food for those of you who are listening to begin to understand how we are socialized to say yes to the things that are not good, that don't feed our souls. Uh, We don't slow down. I mean, Ava, you and I talk about this all the time. We don't make time for ourselves. Um, I've got a book that I'm wanting to read And I'm having to actually schedule on my calendar time to stop and read the book because I'll get so wrapped up in other tasks. I don't make time to do something I adore, read. So um, if you were to give the listeners a thought on how to begin to learn to say yes to themselves and um, giving themselves grace and kindness and no to the toxic things, what would be their action item for today, Ava, that you would encourage the listeners to engage in?
1: Please take 15 minutes and pen and paper and write down in two columns, one column you would top nurturing, the other column you top toxic. Or even, not good for me, you don't have to go as far to toxic. Just, hmm, maybe I should consider not doing that, whatever that column is. And then just at least become aware of what you in your life consider what you're doing that really means you're taking care of you. A nurturing thing that you consider nurturing for you and your body and your mental, emotional health. And then on the other column, you put down things that you just have to admit. You hang out with the wrong person or maybe you're in the wrong relationship or or whatever that you, in your own judgments, would consider, hmm, maybe that is something I need to look at. You don't have to quit it today. I'm just saying become aware where you spend your time. We only have the 24 hours, and you will notice instantly one thing at least that you may want to change.
0: And you know what? I will wager that for the women who are listening, that by and large, their column, uh, with a few exceptions, uh, there's always exceptions, but with the column on what do they do to nurture themselves, it's going to be way shorter than the other column. (laughs) I mean, it took me years to begin to do things that were were joyful to me, that didn't involve what I call grooming. You know, if I go get my hair cut or my hair done or my nails done, sometimes that's just, that's maintenance. That's not even like a splurge. So um, I love that idea, and I appreciate you making time today, Ava. Uh, it's a joy to have you all the time, and I look forward to our conversation next week.
1: Thank you so much for this time. I love to check in with you, so thank you. Well,
0: you are most welcome. And listeners, I want to remind you that I have folks like Ava on talking about the things that we talk about because you tell me that this is what you want to hear about. So you can either go to Sarah Z says on Facebook or Twitter, or you can go to Sarah, S A R A H. Zink, dot com and you can click on the contact us button and let me know what other topics you'd like for us to be discussing because this show is by you, for you and about you. And until we get together again, my dear friends, just remember have been Zinked.
1: <laughs>